welcome back to the self-care kickback where we discuss unpack and share holistic healing and spiritual practices to live our best lives welcome back to the kickback everybody um hello yes today we have a very special guest uh we worked with him on love at first night uh actually all four of us was on location on scene filming an episode of season three of love at first night so we actually got to share energy in real time in real life um let's welcome kyle price to the kickback and you know just let the people know who you are and what well, you're giving well i mean aside I get from being a, right instead of being a, aside from being a bad bitch like yeah. you know well i don't know nowadays because i'm giving scarf scarf that and you still look like a bad bitch yeah <laughs> so that's humility um, <laughs> um i like like terry said i am part of the slave family i was on love at first night for for three seasons i'm also a working actor and model as well as low-key philanthropist but i love to volunteer um and get out there and i'm working on a couple of other projects but currently during quarantine 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 <laughs> we are um, <laughs> i am practicing ways to balance my mental health practices as well as um being productive and thank you guys for having me on for this particular episode. Yes. That's what this show is all about today. Absolutely. We're happy to have you. All right. So I don't remember what week we're, we're in. I, I think we're in week five of this quarantine um, happening right now. Up, yeah. it's, I'm losing it. Um, I week didn't even know five? what day it was. It's like, literally only week so. five. Doesn't it, it feel like, like it's been it's a either, year? It's four or five. And yes, it's felt... This whole year has felt like a year, a decade, a year. I don't know what. Something. I agree. But you know, time is. It's time is is time has always been, but I think we're becoming even more intimately aware with just how elusive the concept of time can really be. Mm-hmm. How it's on the one hand very short and yet seemingly very long. You know. Right. <laughs> but you know what? It's crazy because we started out the year potentially going into World War Three, then Kobe right. died, and then and then this pandemic thing comes along, and then it, we had the worst Black History Month like in recent <laughs> memory. So it's like we're betting a thousand on terrible things happening this year. I'm so sure. I'm just hoping I'm I'm aiming for the second half of the year to be better than the first. So I mean, but the bar is also a hell. So <laughs> anyway, right. It's up. I mean, so I, listen. Mm-hmm, I ahead. think things will get better, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel it. It's definitely 2019 leftovers. That's how I feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) Still getting out the last of the 2010s. Right. (laughs) Won't let us leave that decade in peace. Um, So tell me, how's y'all week been? My week has actually been pretty good. So while I've been in quarantine, everyone knows that I don't know how to fucking cook. Like I'm a mess in the kitchen. But, and then a lot of people are surprised being that I'm Dominican. They're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, how you don't know how to cook? And I'm like, easy, but not learning. <laughs> and um, so I've actually been taking the time to learn how to cook. And it's actually been really fun. And I feel like um, it's been making, it's been fueling my creative spirit almost. Like it doesn't make sense when you think about it, but then it kind of does because with food, you can get creative. Mm-hmm. And um, you can like play around with what you're making. So doing that, and then I've been revamping my room and my space. I've just been feeling real, like, um, re-energized almost. Mm -hmm. It's been Mm -hmm. a really re-energizing and, like, 
really good cleansing type of week so far. It's like sound like you're getting real that. domesticated. Yeah, and I like yes. it. I, like <laughs> I feel real independent. Mm. Okay, where's my mayonnaise? Right. Like, <laughs> hair, you cook right. food now. Right. Okay. I'm my okay. Hair. I'm Add that to your resume. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I love that. Cooking is so therapeutic. I love cooking. I love it. I've been cooking. Yeah, that's what I'm well. realizing. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing yeah. it is very therapeutic and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think, well, this, this week and the weeks that have been passing, um, what I've been doing is focusing on getting back to basics. Like, um, I'm a suburban kid. I grew up a suburban kid. So um, we all, I was just sitting in my front yard, just like sitting and enjoying nature. Like I have a bike that I randomly won at a job raffle um, <laughs> when I at one of my old jobs. And I was like, oh, it's a foldable bike. Like, let me go pump up the tires and go ride around the town and just do all that. And it's like, it's just taking me back to one with a lot of stuff because with the hectic nature of everything going on, the in, incessant news cycles and just bad news and all this other good stuff, sometimes you just, it, it can get overwhelming and I have been feeling overwhelmed. So I was like, all right, so as my own personal sanction, like instead of being cooped up in my room or just watching TV for hours and hours and hours, it's just like, you know, go back and do things that used to just make you happy that didn't involve so much. Like just yeah. find, find, peace and stillness find peace in this little moment find peace in and i started cooking again as well too like i cook but i didn't like cook cook but now over these last couple of weeks i've been like so creative with everything that i've been making but then also um being productive in a sense of, and being productive in a sense that's not like oh i always have to be doing something so i don't have to think about what's going on like pacing myself with with what's productive it's like oh okay well i need to do this like as opposed to being like, all right, I need to finish this in the next three hours. Over the course of a week, do actions to make this this happen or set a schedule to what you want to see happen. And then also um, something I've been trending, trending, something I've been uh, investing in this year is my therapist. My therapist, um, she, she does FaceTime schedules too. So I make it a point to like every two weeks do a FaceTime session. We have one tomorrow. And, um, you know, just to just get feelings out, because I know with me, um, I get a lot of cabin fever if I'm in the house too long. And because we're forced to be in the house, it's like, all right, I don't want to just like, you know, combust with emotions and stuff like that. So let me find a way to talk. Let me find a way to find my escapism and and then be productive at the same time. But this week in particular, like it started out a little rough because one of um, one of my childhood friends died last week Mm -hmm. from um, COVID complications. But sorry, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys. But um, but yeah, it was just like you know making sure I don't fall off track or get caught in my emotions because it's easy to do that, like especially when you're stuck in one place and you can't you can't you can only do it so much but sit there and think about the situations that are going on and think about every thought that's in your head and every emotion that's going through you so you know but it was kind of rough in the beginning but this week i just realigned re-energized and here we are that's amazing i'm like i love that for you i'm so happy for you that you're finding that like sense of center for yourself and i'm sorry to hear about your friend too thanks Yeah. yeah it's so interesting that both of y'all talked about too like tapping into your creativity you know and like activities that you know perhaps you did in childhood or that really just speak to you know your grounding or self-care self-love self-healing processes 
So I just, I love that. Like, it sounds, that's how it should be, you know? Like, yeah. every, I really try, I really believe in, like, honoring yourself intuitively in that way. Whatever, you yeah. know, like, going and fixing up your bike and taking that out for a ride. Like, if that's right. what you feel called to do, go do it, you know? Right. And it was hard. That. It was hard at first because, you know, I'm, I'm a go, 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 go. Everything has right. to be big, bigger, 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 bigger. And it's like sometimes it's like it's not about being bigger. It's about like, you know, getting back to basics. And that's yeah. what I consciously did because I'm like, all right, well, we can make bigger things. We can make the greatest movie of all time. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, if you don't take a moment to make sure <clears throat> you're at peace with a lot of stuff, you can't fully connect to your content and or anything that you're putting out there. Right. And I, I felt myself like disconnected from a whole bunch of stuff because I was making big things or I was doing big strides, but I wasn't like making myself happy. With mm. Like, okay, these accomplishments are great. Like they're great on paper, but internally, are you okay? Are you mm -hmm. taking time out for yourself? Not feeling like you have to be so grandiose all the time. It's like, you know, just go yeah. ride your bike down the street and find peace in that and just be, you know, like, cause I could take my car, but I'm like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, slow down a little bit and enjoy the process, which is an overarching theme of everything. Like, you know, you can accomplishing all these things. That's great. That's great. That's great. But are you enjoying yourself in the process? Are you allowing yourself to have fun? Are you allowing yourself just to be, for yes. a sense, you know, so yes. that's, that's, that's my focus for this whole quarantine, so. Yeah, and that's a lifelong lesson, like you said. What is your sign again? I can't recall. I am an Aquarius. Ah, okay, gotcha. We got, got an air sign know. today. Yes. <laughs> I love Aquariuses. I, Same. I, I mean, it's like, I love Aquariuses. They could be really annoying to me sometimes, no offense. <laughs> And it's not all of them. It's some, Sometimes. But it's not but it's not all. It's like yeah. I've met really chill Aquariuses and then I met really over the top ones. And but one thing I will say is that I'm always so inspired by Aquariuses. Always so inspired by Aquarians. They are so creative. They're always doing something. They're always just like working and like mm. being them like and well being themselves too and yeah. i think it's so popping it's beautiful yeah shout out to aquarian yes. yes. thank you thank you thank you for that whose yeah. dog is going off right now i'm sorry that's my dog and literally he's supposed to be behind two doors right now i have no idea what's happening he's he's uh, easily startled oh okay <laughs> No, I think that's that's really great. I'm thinking about it like, yo, I can't even remember the last time I was on a bike. Um, so it's definitely good that you're connecting. I've been really craving playing video games. And yeah, I'm too. like I'm like, I I need to get a PS4 or something. But uh this past week for me has been a lesson in resting. Like I was talking to you about it, Chris, um, where a lot of times I don't even realize that I'm working when like I, I don't have to be physically working my mind is always in several different places figuring out what to do and last week i was very active on social media i, I was on live so many different times i was even on your live kyle i didn't then i even watched the live with you and ramad after and you know hours could pass by and the next thing you know it's five in the morning and i'm like oh shit, you know and by friday i just crashed i could not move i got up and my body was just telling me like sit down sit yeah. down 
have a seat. So I felt like I worked the 80 hour shift and I was home uh-huh. the entire time. And so, you know, it gave me a minute to really sit back and reflect and think about things. And I had an amazing session with my therapist on Monday. And I was able to share some things with him that I struggled with. And it was just a very vulnerable moment. You know, he helped me to understand that there are things that you're going to desire and need in relationships. And you shouldn't feel bad for it because maybe you didn't get it as a child. In my situation, there were things that I was requiring in a relationship that, you know, I felt a way about like, oh, that makes me feel needy. That makes me feel weak. I don't know. And blah, 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 blah. And he helped me to understand that it's okay. Like you didn't get it you didn't receive it as a child and as you learn to reparent yourself or heal from that you it's okay to want it from other people and so it, it helped to settle me um in the moment and you know just catching up on major sleep that that's been my week pretty much I love that. I, that's good yeah. yeah i feel like i've been i'm like hearing like a theme already i yeah we get so wrapped up in the bigger picture we get so wrapped up in um even being on social media can be mm-hmm. really draining sometimes yeah. and getting caught up in little things and we forget to disconnect and sometimes disconnecting and then just becoming small again and seeing yourself as just a small, like I like to see myself as just a small plant in like the universe and mm-hmm. um, kind of brings back, brings yourself back, um, brings me back centered. And I think that a lot of the times we just get so lost in the things that we're doing and we don't realize that we're actually burning ourselves out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes being productive is resting. Yes. Resting yes. and sleeping yes. is being productive. Yeah. Playing a video game is being productive. Mm-hmm. That was the first, and like Virgo energy has been coming up a lot. I don't know why for the collective right now, but it's like grounded energy, right? It's the world energy. And that was their, that was their numerology advice when I pulled numerology cards for all the signs earlier this week was time out. And it's like, it's talking about that balance, right? That infinite loop of resting and it's almost like, like, I guess, resting and working, right? Like Mm -hmm. working on your creativity or working on your physicality or working on your mental and spiritual health, whatever it is that you might be doing in that moment. And that's why I've always sort of operated that way, right? Like I was sort of always known as like, you know, the bohemian one of the group, like sort of like very lax and like loose with schedules i say that i'm like allergic to routine even though i realize mm-hmm. there's like benefit right some benefit yeah. to having routine but i very much try to like both with in terms of like food now and as well as like activities like what am i actually going to be working on or doing i just try to follow my own intuitive guidance and it's like if i don't feel like doing something it's probably not gonna happen, right. you know? Um, so, and I don't, I think I used to have like a lot of guilt around that, you know, like that people pleasing quality that I talked about before that sometimes Pisces or me as a Pisces anyway can have had. And I just, I don't have, you know, this, what we're going through right now, again, has made me really prioritize who and what is important, uh-huh. you know? So, um, yeah. And I feel like that's sort of a, a pretty good summation of my week, you know? I think similarly, I think, you know, even though I have been resting quite a bit, even though like that's pretty common for me actually a lot, um, but I do feel like I am finding more balance in this week. You know, it's like, I guess because I finally, you know, for the first few weeks there, it was sort of like, how long is this gonna be happening? You know, like, and now that we have, you know, we don't have any certain 
sort of timelines or anything like that, but we have a more, I think a deeper understanding that this is gonna be the new normal for a little while, yeah. you know, and then some, it's like, okay, what is my new normal gonna be? What's that going to look like for me and starting to integrate into that? And so I feel like this is maybe the first week where I'm really falling into that well, you know? albeit I have definitely fallen behind on like to do's that I gave myself to do right but I know that eventually those things will happen so um, I love that you said that what like asking yourself what is my new normal I need to ask myself that to be honest right I've already been pondering that I feel I really feel like I'm I feel like I've been tapping in so much to my introverted side and my introverted energy because I've been loving this time away from humans (laughs) <laughs> and like people and like work like I've been loving it well conversely I hate it um, <laughs> I, need, I need energy I need outside I need like all that but I mean because I'm one of those people like I love being around people I love uh, I'm an extrovert like to the core but I love my inside time but I love having inside time when I'm the one choosing to have inside time because because I have to be inside I just feel like breaking out and doing everything, but you know, yeah. I know that's not safe. But um, I think a part of me is a little in denial about how long this is going to go still, only because <laughs> I, want, I want to keep the optimism in my same own here. head. Yeah, so it, but just like, I feel like there hasn't been that one defined moment like, oh, this shit is real. And this is going to happen like for a very, very long time. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I just, it's it's weird it's weird because i'm i heard some things um on the twitter the other day it's like when um like because of this like a trauma response like your natural trauma response is to go to sleep and yeah. you know just to recover and do all that good stuff but i find myself going to sleep a lot lot more or laying in bed a lot lot a lot lot more that's not good for me because as a productive person, I need to be out amongst energies and feeding off things and being creative and doing everything. But just like resting is like also having histories of like depression and stuff like that. I don't want to be boxed in right. and sleeping all the time because it can easily be a slippery slope back to right. that. So like, you know, it's just finding ways to acclimate to the new life with my old life, but with new habits. If that makes sense. Yes, mm-hmm. I, and I'm so glad you said that. I'm really glad you said that because that's a good segue into the main topic today (laughs) um basically talking about hustle and flow because there's still very much this attitude and this idea of get shit done but then there's also on the other side of that of people just like uh rest and then there's even some negative feedback about telling people about being productive and things of that nature and in your case you're saying that you know productivity helps you because of your personal situation as well as everybody else i've seen i think you you posted it as far as um someone getting on people for posting their at-home workouts and yeah you know saying that it was a form of fat phobia and you know i feel like there's a place for that conversation but also yeah. not shaming people for working out because not everyone is working out for vanity people are working out for self-care reasons or any other type of reason, whatever reason it is, is their reason, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm glad that you brought up that point that, you know, you have to be productive for your 
you know, peace of mind. Yeah. And then I think, um, I think another part of that is people have become so desensitized to stuff and then um, also prone to making announcements about what they're about to do for mm -hmm. adoration and that they don't realize that some of this stuff is just done for me. Like, I don't need your approval to do right. it. Or like, or speaking about fat phobia, fat phobia is a thing, but mm -hmm. this isn't that. Like it's mm -hmm. not, it's, it's really not. It's like that. taking it a step too far. Yeah, because you're It's like when PC culture goes too far. It's yeah, like, you're I appreciate the people posting their at-home workouts so I can join along. I'm like, that is how I'm working out. Like yeah. I'm such a proponent of video workouts. It's not, I, anything to not make me have to go to an actual gym for sale. <laughs> like, because right, like, you might not have considered it, but somebody right. might present something in a way it's like hey i could try that and then you know that yes to whatever but exactly. i think um, i think because a lot of people are in such a condensed space for such a long time just mm. going back to what i was saying before you have a lot of time to think about shit mm. and then and it's a lot of misplaced energies being put on people with intentions that are completely different than what you're right. thinking it is like fat phobia is like that's not to diminish anything anybody's experience right. with being discriminated against because they're fat it's it true, is yeah. but the example you're giving is such a prime example of people like you said projecting their own sort of issues and wounds and traumas onto someone else or onto another sort of situation you know um but you're right it's, uh, people do have a lot of time to think um which is why i think doing more of those introspective activities, right? Like meditation, like think on your own thoughts, <laughs> like observe that yeah. for a second. Like why do you have that response when someone posts something like that, right? And maybe like sort of interrogating that a little bit. I do wanna just also add because I, you know, I feel really strongly about this point, but I personally believe like, you know, that rest is actually a productive activity. And I think that's actually where we get into trouble sometimes in this country is that we distinguish and differentiate between that. And we don't think of rest like sleep or just relaxation as being a productive activity and that you have to be doing something otherwise. Mm -hmm. But in fact, especially right when you're going through a traumatic experience, which we all right. quite frankly are, um, rest is so necessary for the recovery process, right? Collectively yeah. and individually. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah, absolutely right. Like I, reflecting this week, I was thinking back to like why I was so tired last week and I just started going down the list and I'm like, shit, I've been working since I was 14 years old. I had my first job at 14 and I don't think I've ever stopped since then. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just the idea of me just kind of laying around and resting. See, the way that I even present is like laying around right. um, even has like a negative energy to it. So to be completely honest, like with this whole quarantine and everything like that, I left my full-time job in 2018. And I spent a lot of time feeling guilty for not working so to speak. I mean, I left with the intention to put my energy into, you know, Slay TV, into the business. I didn't really know what that looked like. So it was a lot of time just kind of laying around, figuring things out. But I beat myself up a lot in the home because I'm like, I'm not physically doing anything. I'm not really, other than, well, see, 2018 was also when I took the pause from filming Love at First Night. So I really felt out of my element. 
And so I could just imagine right now when the entire world is on pause, people are kind of struggling with what the fuck, am, what do I do? Like, what do I do? I don't feel right just kind of sitting around and all that type of stuff. So I, I like to look at things from both angles because at the beginning of this quarantine, I'm not going to lie. I saw those at-home workouts and I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't know why y'all keep posting it. Don't send me no challenge. I'm not doing no 10 push-ups. Leave me alone. But at the same time, I also looked at it as people have their routines in place for a reason. Routines are really, really important to have structure and all that type of stuff. And I have not done a piece of workout until this week. And so I think also it's in divine timing for whoever it is as well. Like everyone's going to have their own pace. I wanted to, I just wanted to point out, I love, love, love that you said misplaced energy. Mm-hmm. And also love that you used, you said introspective activities. Like that's exactly what I've been doing. First of all, I'm very Frank Ocean to everything. Like mm-hmm. I just come out when I come out, mm-hmm. I go away whenever I feel like going away. And um, very and Scorpio I agree, over you. and um so that's why and i completely agree with you um about the working and the reason why this time has been like i've just been enjoying the break from people and like working and all that stuff in society and being so social is because i've been an extrovert my entire life and i didn't realize how draining it was to not have like that energy being poured back i've um a lot of relationships even some friendships um so i'm now feeling drained from all those years of just constantly working and being productive and hustling and being an extrovert but when do we stop when do we rest and take a break and i've been seeing this period as like a time of self-recovery um and again a lot of people don't know how to do that they don't know what to do what is self-recovery and so this misplaced energy they're just popping off on social media mm-hmm. and it's coming from places of unawareness they're not even like connected to what they don't even know what they're talking about and it's yeah. like you're putting other people down and then you're putting this energy out there and then people are it's like they're recycling the energy people are yeah. attack and then they reply and all this if I have nothing nice to say, I'm not going to say it unless I'm asked. <laughs> but you know what? You know? A lot of these are, are trauma responses, too. Like, that we don't, yes. even, that we don't even, like, because yes. I'm forced to look at these conversations, I wouldn't even normally look at if I'm right. casually perusing through social media. Now I have time to sit and think about, well, what do you mean by that? Or I'm like, is this is this how this person really thinks? Or is this right. the person that like, you know, we've been cat we've been acquaintances, but like when I do a deep dive into you because now I'm forced to pay attention to you, is this how you really think? Or mm. like, all right, well, um working out, like that's something that I can do because I can choose to do it. But now that it's right. in my space. And, and so many people are bombarding everything that I see all the time without context or perspective. It's like, oh, shoot, should I be doing this? Like, is this the way to self-care? Like, you know, doing it. Like, people are, like you said, they're trying to find their way to an absolution about how they can deal with this because they've never mm-hmm. had time to sit and think about, like, what am I outside of KP Hollow 12? Yeah. What am I outside of Twitter? What am I outside of the things that I do every day? Like right. your social life, your job, identifying yourself by those things. You're so right. That's so poignant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why this time is so important to do those mm-hmm. things. And I know it could be intimidating to some people who right. have no idea how the fuck to even sit down in a meditation, mm-hmm. you know, but there's, I mean, there's gods everywhere. You can always look things up. And then meditation 
and journaling and like a lot of these introspective activities it's what you make it it's there's no like real definition there's guides Mm -hmm. but you make it how it works for you and I think it's all about shifting the perspective you know like I could easily just be I mean because I could potentially be out of a job like you know like my income has decreased like intensely but I'm not gonna sit here and spend this entire time stressing about income and money and things that are out of my control Mm -hmm. so what are some things that I can do working out journaling meditating Mm -hmm. um listening to music right take a bike and like ride take a walk to the pier um and I like I mean, one thing that always has just always upset me, and that's why I'm very careful who I have certain conversations with for certain things that I'm looking at. I'm very particular with the things that I consume on social media, yeah. on TV. I haven't watched TV. I only watch Netflix and Hulu because I refuse to watch just aimless TV um, and watch the news. But um, I'm protecting my sanity, my space, and my energy. And um, when I'm on social media, I see certain things. I'm like, oh, you just showed me a side of yourself. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really interested. And you know who to fuck with, who not to fuck with. Mm-hmm. And it's important to do that, like, all the time, to just kind of be screening those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, this time is important to go inward. I've been saying that for the longest. I've been saying mm-hmm. it to all of my friends and my siblings. Like, take this time to go in. Mm-hmm. And it can sound scary and it can um, be intimidating, but it's about shifting your perspective. Like, yeah, I So I would say that. to you, Kyle, like, cause I feel like you've been on this journey of going inward prior to this even happening. Right. And yeah. so did you see this as an opportunity for you to like delve deeper into your healing work once um, everything popped off? I will say <laughs> everything that I, I will say everything that I've been doing prior to uh, CoronaGate has helped me manage more. Um, of the I, I just want to say, I'm sorry. I fucking love you and I miss you so much. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I always have a, yeah. And I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, everything, everything I've been doing prior to this has helped me for this moment because I will definitely say there was a moment in time, like around the same time you quit your job, I quit my job. And shortly after that, I moved to Africa for a little bit. And um, it was so like what's going on right now. This is like, not well without the pandemic, but as far as like, (laughs) um, just like the slowing down of everything because I was in the New York area, just like go, 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 go. Everything needs to go, we need to do this and this happens certain time frame. And just being out there, it allowed me to learn how to appreciate a moment and learn how to slow down and learn how to understand that everything is going to happen in its own time like it doesn't matter how many things you can bang out in a day it's still going to happen when it happens so don't stress the process don't stress like the timeline just let things happen when it does all you can do is just continue to work on yourself appreciate the moment that you're in take heed to the surroundings that's going on with you because you don't know how much longer you have this moment because you know and nothing works unless you're okay so Mm -hmm. if you're not okay in the sense then it doesn't matter what you're you can get to the top of the mountaintop like literally i was on the top of the mountaintop but it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if i wasn't okay like the first Mm -hmm. time i um this i climbed lion's head mountain when i was in cape town like pretty much every friday and the first time I got through it, I was like, yeah, I got through it. Don't want to da 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 But I was like, I wasn't enjoying the sights. 
mm. around me on the way up. And mm. it wasn't until like one day towards the end of my time there, I was just like taking everything in, like looking at how the sun came up. Mm-hmm. Look at look at the clouds you're immersing yourself in. Like look at the people that you've made you've made such great times with on the way up to the mountain. So whenever you got there, you got to celebrate it with the people that truly wanted to be there with you, the people that truly worked with you to get to that top point. You know what I mean? So like, that was just the biggest lesson that I've learned prior to this. And it's, it's, I don't think I would be half the same as I am right now if I didn't mm-hmm. learn those lessons or go through those things. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's just all perspective and a whole bunch of, cause we can get caught up in a whole bunch of bullshit that doesn't matter. Right. I was just going to say, I think that's so important in terms of capturing each moment and slowing down. And that is the shift in perspective, right? Because again, we're taught you need to be on the go, 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 like this whole idea of the rat race. And it's actually so counter to how as souls, our souls want us to live and to observe and to learn, right, in this sort of earthly human experience that we have. Um, Yeah, it's just so on point. And I think you know, today as part of my exercise routine, I did meditate a little bit and I feel so entirely different than I did, you know, earlier on in the day than I do now. And even in terms of just being able to focus and engage and in conversation, whereas before my energy felt sort of more scattered, it's like now I can just bring it back, center it, be focused, remain calm, focus on, you know, one individual task and then keep moving forward. I love that. And, you know, of course, like our past experiences, you know, I think a lot of people right now are probably drawing upon past experiences that they've had, whether it's like consciously happening or not, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it does sort of force you to tap into, you know, anything that may, you know, trigger like a trauma response for you or, you know, times in your life when you have had to overcome you know, adversity or difficulty. Those are all things, all stores that we're calling upon right now, you know, that are a part of the lessons that, that we all go through. Um, so, yeah. And just another thing, y'all mentioned social media earlier, because there's a guided meditation that I like on YouTube. Um, I can share the link, but it's by a guy named Stephen Novell. He does a bunch. Mm-hmm. And this is called a, I believe it's called a ultraviolet light cleansing meditation or something like that but he does talk about how your social media channels do store energy and how you can send and channel energy to your social media accounts your bank accounts right all these things to sort of cleanse and purge them of Mm. energy so i do think it's really important to think about that stuff in a very conscious way and that is something that you can sort of call upon during meditation um so yeah. And I just wanted to say, I'm so proud of you, Carl, because you are a hustler. You're always on the, like, and it's so inspiring and motivating to so many yes. people. And the, and the time, and the fact that you're taking this time to like think differently, shift your own perspective and kind of have balance in your life and bring balance in your life is amazing. And I think that I'm proud of you. Keep doing it. Keep doing yes. what you're doing. And there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, and it's, yes, perspective. Perspective is like, the key i feel mm-hmm. like i got, i've gotten through a lot of the circumstances in my life because of perspective and i say this all the time i feel like despite my circumstances throughout my life i'm so blessed and it's all i believe it's all because of my perspective and like the way that i choose to see certain things and the way that i choose to um 
have an outlook on people in life. You know, it's all, it, like, it's really all perspective. And even just to piggyback off of that, I love the story about the mountain because I am a big believer in those silent but powerful messages that nature gives us. Because it's mm-hmm. like you yeah. just saying how you climbed that mountain and, and for you, it was like, oh, getting to the top but not paying attention to those moments in between. It's mm-hmm. so relatable to just life in general. Um, yeah. So I just I love that you had that moment. You were able to even bring it back with you, because I remember when you came back from Africa, I was like, it's still Kyle. But there's something different. I, me and Sean talk a about him. Like, he just he seems so relaxed and just so at peace. Not to say that you were frazzled or anything before, but it was just like I you was. were floating. <laughs> <laughs> you were floating. So I think that's beautiful for someone like you who's so driven and so determined that you could even stop to find balance. And yeah. that's important for everybody to understand. So I just think that's dope. And you know what? And I, you know, it, it, it was great. It was a great story. And it's something I always carry with me. Um, because like I said, it, it was getting to the top was the goal. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you get to the top, it's like, okay, I conquered this mountain. mountain. How can I get to the next one? And, yeah. and you know, and get into the next one, get into the next one. And it's just like, that's the way I was thinking. It's like, okay, I did this. So what can I do now to make it better? What can I do to the next thing, the next thing, the next mm-hmm. thing? And it's like, you're not taking in what lessons you're getting as you go up. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's, that causes you to self-reflect. Go up the mountain at your own pace. Like, I tried to speed up the mountain the first time, and lost my breath and did whatever, but I did it. But I didn't take in like, all right, well, maybe you should try it this time or this way, this way, next way, or do whatever, or just learn the lesson because it's going to come for you when you get to that next mountain. And every time yeah. that I came up the mountain, I took a new trail. I found out a new trick, like right. learn something new about me. I can come up this way. I didn't know I could pull myself this, up this way, you know? And it, it was just such a metaphor for life because everything I did while I was out there, including in the mountain, like prepared me for for State Farm, like my first mm-hmm. national domestic campaign. And and being on that set, it was everything that I learned out there. And then also um, something that I've always tried to be is teachable. I know things, I know mm-hmm. how to do a lot of things, but I don't know everything. And right. to get to where you need to get to, you have to humble yourself to the mountain and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. learn the lessons mm-hmm. that you need to learn to get to the next, to the next, test you know right I mean? and it's like everything that i learned on that mountain in africa i was like shit I, I conquered a whole new fucking continent i can come back here and do whatever i need to do like i don't feel like there's anything i can't do but i also don't feel like there's a rush for me to do any of it because i know right. i'm capable of it and only my only goal is to keep going forward and mm-hmm. um and what i want to appreciate and shout out all of you guys for is allowing me to think about things in the way that you do as far as like slowing down perspective, appreciating moments, and then just like not being so on the go, 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 go. But then also like looking inward and addressing things and and offering perspective to the things that I was thinking too. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't have the whole love at first night experience, if I didn't meet you guys and do everything. And so I'm I'm appreciative to you all for that. Thank you. It means so much more to me than you can ever understand. Thank you. I Thank you. I think that it's really important. Another thing is that being conscious in everything that we're doing. Um, and I think that being conscious in the things that we're doing, we kind of train ourselves to really be present in the moment. Because that's when you get lost. When you're not 
really present in what you're doing. Like an example, this is something, and it's funny that workout keeps, and exercising keeps coming up. Um, but I was, I saw something on Instagram, or I think it was a conversation with my siblings, I can't remember. But I started exercising for myself because I've been saying, I've been saying this for the longest. Like I feel so detached from my body mm-hmm. and um, like meditation and stretching are things that I used to do for a long time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I remember thinking, oh, I think one of my brothers has said something like, why are you, I was doing bi- um, bicycle crunches. And he's like, why are you doing it so slow? And I'm like, because I'm being conscious. All of my workouts, I do really slow and with intention. I'm not working out just to gain muscle. Like I'm working out to connect to my body, to build inner strength. And, um, and then that just made me think that we need to be more conscious in everything that we're doing. Yeah. And that creates results too. And I think that's that's mm-hmm. also then, meditation. Yeah. And then you could yeah. go back and tell him you get better um, muscle results the slower you do the workout. So you speed mm-hmm. through it. It's very true. It's kind of productive. Yes. So, that's, so, that's so true. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, right, I used to work in the gym in college and I used to work with a bunch of trainers so I know some tips. But regardless, like it's like I'm doing it slow also to like, I want to connect with my body. I want to be in tune with my body. I want to feel my the my strength and my power you know yeah. and it's mm-hmm. just consciousness and perspective it's so important i love that Definitely. and going back to something you said kyle i love that metaphor of you know each mountain that you face and i literally saw someone like doing mountain pose right the, like the jump freeze in the- yes <laughs> and it's Really, there was actually, I think there was a TED talk about it, not about it, but like there was a TED talk and I can't remember who it was or what the overall message was about, but it was something about there are certain power poses you can take on and that if you do them for like, you know, 30 seconds to two minutes a day, it like really changes how you feel. And that's one of them, like standing with your Mm. hands on your hips, standing with like, like the celebratory, you know, like putting your arms in the air. Mm -hmm. It's cool. I like that. Yeah, but it, does, all, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, I just noticed you have the map of Africa behind you. There's always oh, something yeah. in your background. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. Oh my it's not God. mine, but yeah, yeah, it is there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So with everything going on right now with, with hustle and flow, and like for me, I think a lot of times I do overwork myself because there's this air of just wanting to be prepared, thinking about, okay, when this does end, but when it does come to a conclusion, I want to be ready to storm. Because before any of this happened, I'm like, okay, 2020 is going to be the year. I've been preparing for this. You know, I was, you know, going to come out of my introvert ways and start to network and, you know, really put myself in the position to elevate, you know, my career. And so that's still sitting in the back of my head. But then at the same time, I'm also getting the message of rest because it's like, we don't know what kind of world we're going to be returning to. And so I think that's also important to take into consideration of why, I don't know, I don't want to measure one over the other. I don't want to say that productivity is more important than rest and that rest is more important. I think for your mind, yeah, it's a balance between the two because, Uh you know, yes, rest can be productive, but then like Kyle mentioned earlier, for some people, rest can also lead down a rabbit hole to coping mechanisms like, you know, depression, anxiety, and things of that nature. And um, I think a lot of people don't take that into consideration when people are sending out those messages of like 
take this time to go within, take this time to be positive, take this time to be active. I'm glad that we're having this moment. But no, Terry, have you ever considered that like you've already been a bit ahead of the curve in terms of being more social and networking and everything? Because you've been doing this pre-quarantine and now you're having the conversations that you want to have on, on, with the people that you want to have conversations with at mm-hmm. your medium at home. Right. Like so right. you're already being social. You're being you're networking. Like it's there. You're already doing it. Yeah. So I don't think it being in a physical sense will make a difference of whatever's going on. And actually, actually, this is preparing you to make an easier ride from whenever you network because people know your beat, people know like mm-hmm. what you're all about, what you're trying to mm-hmm. accomplish. And it's in a comfortable setting. So everything that you're asking for is coming to you as right. opposed yes. to you going to get. So true. you know, don't, so true. Don't, I don't think you should think that you're not being productive because like we're having mm-hmm. this conversation right now and yeah, you yeah. want to network, you're networking with people that you want to <laughs> get out there with, and this can lead to something else. So it's right. very true. Shifting your mindset, shifting, shifting your perspective. Right. And it's yeah. like that whole metaphor of, you know, chasing something versus I was just talking to you about this versus allowing it to come to, you know, right. which is something I've really had to learn, especially in the work that I do is that you can't force anything upon other people. You just have to, allow them to be open and receptive to it and when they are you do the same you know you meet them with that same energy i love that there was something i was thinking about earlier as we were talking about and i just wanted to throw it out before we continue because you know this whole um you know i posted about it the other day like sort of toxic positivity right Mm, yes which is even though i i I saw all of y'all post internal optimists really separately yeah all y'all post the same thing yeah (laughs) yeah that's so funny um you know but i am an eternal optimist and i do like to think positively though i also try to be like a realist as best as i can Mm um but I do feel like I wanted to throw out this term of toxic productivity because I think that's partly what we're talking about here, right? And in both cases, there is a balance, right, in terms of what we deem as quote-unquote productive and versus what we deem as quote-unquote positive, right? And I was thinking of those two like sort of in tandem. That's Mm -hmm. definitely important to mention. Mm -hmm. It's busy work. Yeah. It's work that we fill up time with because we're not working towards right. our purpose. Because so, yeah. people that work towards our purpose don't feel a sense of urgency to get anything done. Mm. Because it's like, mm. I already know what my objective is. So I'm right. just going to work on this at my own time and my own right. pace. People that don't have a purpose are that are just working to work. They need to fill up their time with work so they don't have yeah. to think about themselves. What's going on with me? What makes me happy? Are the feeling, uh, our FOMO because I'm not doing this, that I can't be involved in this particular thing. So yeah, yeah. speaking back to what you were talking about earlier, Chris, like people like don't know who they are. Well, loosely saying what you're saying. They, are, they don't know who they are outside of their work and mm-hmm. they haven't done the work to know themselves. So it's like, I have to fill up my time, fill up my hours and say like, I, Beyonce, we have the same hours in the day as Beyonce. So like, let me fill up this time to feel like I'm productive, mm-hmm. but you're like, you're running in place because you're not working towards something right yeah towards a purpose and then everybody that everybody that i look up to like the beyonce's the diddy's the jay-z's they always have the and when you listen to their stories they always make time to get their mental right too like they're hustling 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 but they always take time to like okay i'm gonna relax okay i'm Mm -hmm. gonna worry about me i'm gonna get myself together before i do anything else because they understand i'm the vehicle and nothing gets done unless I am okay. So I have mm-hmm. to make it. I have to make a conscious Absolutely. effort to make sure I am okay. 
Yeah. I love that as a mantra. I was thinking about Beyonce the other day. I was like, I wonder if she's like just kind of kicking back like, yes, I get to just sit back and just chill with the family. I know, right? And just like take it in. But then on the other side, I'm also thinking like, is she also working on something at the same time? Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm sure she is. Something that she's not going to release until like two, three years later. Right. (laughs) And that's also fun. Yeah, as much as as we're... As much as we're pressing Rihanna for this album too, it's like she's working on herself as well. Like right. if you read mm-hmm. her latest article, she's like, I'm 32. I don't have time for like, you know, certain frivolous things or energies and stuff like that. And I'm gonna work on things in the order in the manner that I want to work on them. In my right. terms of importance, not to be pressured to do anything because there's demand. Because I've worked so hard to get to the point where I'm at now. I can and just come Because you're you're yeah. still gonna listen whenever right. it does. Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. I wanted to um, go back to something that we were talking about um, during this time. Like going inward, it can be something. It can be triggering. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not no professional. I'm not a professional right, therapist right. or anything, a doctor. Mm-hmm. But I really do strongly believe that we can shift that perspective because something that should be good for us, we should not be scared to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and I completely get because it, I've had to face a lot of my own triggers Mm -hmm. um but i think it's about it's about facing that fear it's about facing that trauma um if you can't do something because of a trauma then that means you need to face that and i mean again i'm not a therapist to be telling you or like some doctor to tell you go ahead and face it and then god forbid like you know you go down this like rabbit hole yeah, 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 yeah. but um but i think that it's whenever whenever one is ready whenever they're ready whenever you are feel able because also everything is in divine timing mm-hmm. everything time is important is equally as important as being conscious in the things that you do and mm-hmm. um empowering your perspective and be, the ability to shift your perspective mm-hmm. um i think that you should not hold back hold yourself back from doing something that should be beneficial to you that's just something i wanted to point out i really do believe that we're strong enough to do things like that and that mm-hmm. i i do encourage people to do that to tackle trauma and um face trauma because you can't personal growth is about unpacking it's about pretty much undressing yourself and if i can't take off my tank top because i have my jacket on still you know like you see like the sense in it yeah, like, yeah. i can't take off my yeah, tank yeah, top yeah, yeah. without taking off my jacket but I need to take off everything, you know? Mm-hmm. No, that's real. Get naked. Yeah. <laughs> Get naked. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and that's important to mention. It's just, you know, a lot of people are addicted to distraction, myself included, um, because it's just easy to continue whatever it was that was taking you away from whatever pain or whatever confusion. Because, I mean, look at people who are still going outside, people who are still hanging out, people who are still doing mm. social functions when it's urge not to do it not for your own safety but for everybody's safety and so there's even that individualistic selfish mentality that's happening you know as a way to kind of run from yourself and uh, yeah like you said it's scary it's intimidating because you'll have to face certain demons and certain things that have been kind of at the wheel this whole time yeah um but at some at some point you can't run it you can't hide yeah exactly and another thing i wanted to point out is um a good way to connect productive like 
being productive should fuel you. You should feel happy. You should feel joy when you're being productive. And you should feel inspired and motivated. You shouldn't feel drained. So again, product, being productive is different for everyone. Playing video games is being productive. Spending an hour on Netflix is being productive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that everything comes with balance. But um, again, if you feel drained or if you're feeling forced, it doesn't feel natural for you to do something, then you shouldn't. That's not really being productive. It's right. like going to a job that you hate going to. Like, why, why are you doing that to yourself? It's true. Right, it's actually right. counterproductive, right? It might exactly. be productive for someone else's goals, but exactly. for yourself, it's actually counterproductive. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask y'all something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play, I'm not going to play devil's advocate. I'm actually going to be very vulnerable with y'all because I don't want people to listen to this podcast and think that you know, we have all the answers, you know, part of this journey is to figure things out. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mess, but I just look like a well put together mess. (laughs) Listen, So, you know, for me, uh, I'm turning 37 this year, right? And Mm -hmm. we talked about this privately after I think our first recording, where I think you had asked a question from a card game that said, what was it again? Are you afraid to die? I think it was. Um, yeah, I think that was one. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And my answer to that was, if it's in my face, I'm not going to fight to avoid it. It's my time. It's my time. But my, one of my regrets would be that I didn't get to accomplish everything that I set out to do. And you know, we had a conversation about my perspective because, from the outside looking in, a lot of people would say, "Well, Terry, you've accomplished quite a lot." And to me, it's uh, not I enough. Right. And to me, it's not enough. And I struggle with that because a lot of times I have this perception around age and accomplishment, especially me coming into my creative lane at a later age, you know, because society shows you that most people start off when they're damn near 10 years old and they're, you know, whatever entertainment career field or whatever. And so for people out there that might have that mindset and they're busy or they're productive trying to set up their life in a certain way, how do you get someone to kind of align themselves with rest when their mindset is just kind of stuck with, I have something to prove and I have something to do and I want to get there. Like what, what can we offer them? Because that's something I'm actually still struggling with. Well, Um, if you are doing something to prove something that's coming from an egotistical standpoint, mm -hmm. like it's coming from an egotistical place. um, And the whole point is to remove yourself from your ego. Yeah. um, Because Proving points doesn't always bring you happiness and joy and satisfaction. Mm-hmm. But that's one point. That's what I thought of, like, one point I thought of right away is you're, that's attached to ego. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. And I think it's, to, this is like asking the question of, like, what is your intention, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think in a practical terms, what's interesting is, and I've had this come up, I'm mentioning this because I've had it come up a few times with clients and yeah just like other conversations I've had around people who, you know, struggle maybe with goal setting and completing tasks in right. any sort of time frame. Um, but, you know, I was a project manager in my former life. And so I tend to even look at things like even just personal things I want to get done now as projects. Right. Yeah. And so like you can put a whole entire plan behind that project you know, keeping in mind, like, what is your main goal or intention, Mm. right? Like, what is it exactly that you're working towards? Then breaking it down into what are some respective milestones that you might need to hit, right? 
for me from there, if I'm really going to accomplish a task, it has to be calendarized. Like if something doesn't mm-hmm. go on my calendar, it's probably not going to get done. Right. You know, so I break things down like that. And again, you know, I come up with plans all the time, but you know, as the saying goes, man plans, God laughs. Those plans are constantly changing, but I think right. having some kind of structure around it allows there to at least be some progress made towards it you know, in certain timeframes. And Kyle, you were saying earlier, like how, you know, you put certain goals, you make it like into a weekly goal, right? It's not like I have to kit these things every day. It's like by the end of this week, I want to have accomplished, you know, this, this, that. I think another thing I've learned, there's something called the rule of three, right? Which is something that you can try, which is, you know, each week, go setting goals for yourself each week, three of them. And then once you get to the end of the week, seeing if you uh, accomplish those three goals and then setting three goals for the next week and maybe having some type of accountability partner or mm. club and setting those. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I've recently joined a writer's group, right. Which keeps me honest in terms of writing regularly and we meet once a week and we write together and then we share, right. if we want to um, different things like that. So those are just like some practical things. Right. But I think, a lot of it is, I mean, so much of it is also the, the mental, right, and emotional and therefore spiritual aspect of it. Of like, why is this something that you're working to accomplish? Is it, is it something that you're trying to prove to someone or something outside of you? Or is this something mm-hmm. that you're really trying to do for you? Because it's that underlying motivator is really going to determine if and when you're actually going to be able to accomplish that, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I'm. I would piggyback off of what both of them are saying. It's like, all right, well, why do you feel like you have to prove a point to anyone besides <laughs> yourself? That like, that's the one thing. And it's like, uh, I right. just want to clarify when I said that for me, it was to prove a point to me. Oh, yeah. yeah why yeah. do you feel like, why oh, do you feel like you need to okay. prove a point? Like, no, it's still the same <laughs> well, that changes like, the still conversation. Applies. It still applies, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. like, why do you, mm-hmm. why do you feel the need, like you need to prove a point? Like you you do things for you, you set your accomplishments for you. Like, you know, it's all fulfilling your purpose. Like, I don't, I know as far as me and when I do things, it's not Mm -hmm. like the things that I'm most proud of are the least celebrated. And I make sure, I I make sure that I take the time to say, hey, I did this. Like Mm -hmm. one of my, one of my friends always said, um, celebrate the small wins. Yeah. As much mm-hmm. as you celebrate the big ones, because the big ones, they're always going to get louder because it's like, oh, yeah, you did State Farm. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. That's great. Right. But, um, you know, I was like, I was able to get on a set and not feel intimidated by the moment. That was my yeah. personal. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's like, I, and, and, and before, like, starting out on a journey, like, even doing Love at First Night, mm-hmm. Love at First Night, like, the, the success, the numbers, all that proof for a lot that's great right but like when i was doing my uh my first web series quarter century new york i had a monologue that i was scared shitless to get through mm. and like literally to the point it took us like an hour to do like a 10 minute segment because i could oh wow just, like, freezing and mm-hmm. all that but and then i flash forward to 2019 2020 i'm like how you just headlined your own show and like killed it and people want you to do things on larger scales than that. So like, you know what I yeah. mean? So I've, I've, what I was most happy with was proving the point to myself that I can do this. 
Like, mm-hmm. have the ability. Like, I don't have to prove that. I, I know I can do it. I don't have to prove it to any of you motherfuckers. I yeah. can do anything. This is about mm-hmm. me and my moment. And on per- y'all can celebrate this shit because that's fine. But I know I'm happy about this moment. And that's mm-hmm. why I echo the sentiments to you. Like, I know you didn't know Shay. You didn't love first night. Everything was Slay, BET. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't, I, you don't, you shouldn't have to feel like because these things are associated with me that I should be proud. Or this is proving the point to you or even to myself because you yeah. are your biggest accomplishment. Like mm. you were working on yourself and, and getting to wherever you need to be. That's your biggest accomplishment. So like right. that notion of feeling like I need to prove that I'm this amount of worthy by under 30 or under 40 or having right. this whatever like that's bullshit and it's a man-made construct so people can feel better about themselves for making a list so it's like all right if i don't make a list does that mean i'm not valuable if i do it by Mm. 32 as opposed to 22 like you know right people get the message when they're ready to receive it you absolutely strive when you're ready to to get to wherever you need to be it could be 37 it could be 57 as long as you get it but this is it's your journey so like I i always say that to everybody Preach. And it will feel right. And it, yes, yes, bitch, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I wanted to say, Kyle, because you were saying that um, with State Farm, doesn't it feel so right? It feels perfect for you. It feels like I deserve this. Like, this is my time. Like, it feels like your soul is satisfied. It's like you're leaving. Uh-huh. When you start to do things, that's how I like, that when you were just saying that, I was just thinking, it must feel so good, like to your spirit and your soul, not your ego, like whatever, but right. like, it must feel so like, you know what? Like, yes, I'm meant to be here. I deserve this. This is for me. Yeah. I feel like when you have the right intention, that's what, that's what you should feel. It should yeah. almost feel effortless and feel like, organic. you know what? Mm-hmm. Yes, organic. This is for me. Like, and I deserve this. This is my, this opportunity is for me. Right, right. Yes. All that's, that's wonderful. Because I could be, like, that's, that's for y'all. And, and you know what, right. just, I, I watch a lot of interviews. And um, I read a lot of articles on the people that I love, because I like to deep dive into people. So and just like, you know, get methods of madness with people. And like, with the Diddy's and the Rihanna's and the Jay-Z's and all them nowadays, they're like, I'm working on something for a purpose, not mm-hmm. for popularity. Yeah. You have your intentions. My intentions are always right. And that's why they always win because their intentions are always pure. Like you were saying, like they have mm-hmm. pure intentions. That's why opportunities keep building themselves. Right. Like, here, your intentions are pure. That's why I was like, it's not even a brand. Okay, I'll see you Wednesday. Whenever you ask me to do it. <laughs> right. You've already planted a seed in people and you've motivated people in your purpose enough in such a pure way that's inspired mm-hmm. literally people around the world. Like, I don't even know if you think about that. Like, you literally inspire people around the world to, to do stuff and for people to mm-hmm. jump on board. Like, that's major. That above anything else, like, you inspiring people to think think bigger, love yeah. harder, go a little, little bit of the extra mile. Like, that's a huge accomplishment. And that's what I respect you for above anything else. Thank you. Thank you. I think you you just need to ask yourself, what is it that you're trying to fulfill? Um, Mm -hmm. What is it that, why, why I don't feel satisfied? Mm -hmm. Why don't I feel like I should stop now? Why don't Mm -hmm. I feel like I should just rest? Like, I think those are questions that are important to ask ourselves. If we feel like we were seeking something, ask ourselves why to make sure that our intention is right. 
right like, literally all of you have been saying and um and just make it like alignment you know just being in line with what you want to do definitely yes i'm here for that yeah. all right y'all oh i'm full and, and yes. you popping like and first of all i know that y'all can't y'all can't see us but this man looks like you okay oh. <laughs> and he's you and oh. you're 30 you said you're about to be 37 no i'm about to be 37 37 and you do that out real quick just so we all knew that it's fine it's fine <laughs> thank you thank you and he looks like you <laughs> thank you i really appreciate i don't look like what i've been through you look um, like but I oh encourage gosh. you to ask more ask yourself more questions. Yeah. I, I know what it is now, like going, you know, being in therapy and really digging into, you know, my trooper for a very long time. It was very much autopilot, like do, 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 do. And because I've also been kind of pulled into the work that I've been doing now, even though that's not necessarily true because it's been a product of manifestation since I was a child. And so it's just kind of me catching up with myself at this point. But um, yeah, I, I'm getting I'm getting to the space where I can look at things with more intention and looking at it with more focus and taking in, like you said, those moments that people can't see and really celebrate that. Like you said, showing up to a set and not feeling intimidated. That's a gift that you can carry throughout your entire career and your entire life versus, hey, I did this thing. It's popping in the moment, and then two seconds, people are gonna forget about it. That's not mm. worth chasing. It's empty. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Not saying that it's not valuable, but right. it doesn't it have is. the same. <laughs> it doesn't have that the meaning. same. You know what I mean? It doesn't have that staying power as in a personal goal that you achieve. And so, I definitely am finding that the importance of that now. Um, so, thank you for that. So the crystal um, that I think is perfect for this um, segment is Blue Appetite. It literally is like a, I like to see it as a coach. And I learned about this um, stone recently through both of you, Terry and um, Tamika, through conversation. I think I was researching for something else. Yeah. And, um, and I, I love it. I love, and it's a beautiful bluish stone. And it's a great stone for, um, enhancing those um goals that you want so it helps to um kind of align you with um your goals and intentions that you have set and it's almost like a coach it's literally mm -hmm. like a life coach or like a sports coach it kind of gives you makes make sure that it brings you together to that so you don't start feeling um <clears throat> lethargic or you mm -hmm. kind of lose track of um your your first intention and the goal that you wanted to tackle so i think this is a good one for manifesting anything that you want to manifest i like that i love that like appetite like yeah. your appetite oh it's pretty it's like a bluish it's green yeah. yeah it's um blue a p app a p i t i definitely butchered that <laughs> um Mogul. but yeah it's yeah. a really good stone for um enhancing that um that goal and that manifestation it's literally like a life coach and like a sports coach that's literally how i see it okay i'm gonna get, have to get me one of those hello <laughs> <laughs> all right tamika you're gonna read us oh yeah i literally was <laughs> oh yeah i need to read this zone out <laughs> <laughs> okay so 
going to do one card or two. It's so interesting because I just pulled the cards out of their little pouch and I'm using the Morgan Greer tarot. And we have the emperor coming out at the top, which is Aries energy, fire energy. Um, oh, I just saw the moon card, which is Pisces energy. It's a balance of earth and, I mean, fire and water energy right now, which is very Sagittarian temperance energy. Okay, I'm also feeling a lot of creativity, okay? which is reflected in the color yellow and the number three, if we're talking about numerology. I just saw the nine of pentacles, which speaks to stability and security. It's kind of a single energy, which is interesting because it's considered the pre-empress card and we just saw the emperor, right? So I am feeling a lot of like union kind of energy, whether this is romantic engagements, right? Or just sort of coming into further alignment with your higher self or with your purpose, right? Um, or even just, you know, new friendships or business partnerships or collaborations. That's sort of like the collective energy that I'm feeling, but I'm still shuffling the cards here. Y'all know how I like to talk about what I'm sensing as I'm shuffling. I like that. I love it, yeah. I like the direction it's going. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I just saw the strength card, which is Leo energy, and again, has a lot of those yellow hues that I was talking about. It really reminds me of summertime too. I do feel like by summertime, you know, things will start to quote unquote normalize. Though I definitely don't think we'll be going back to exactly the way things were. Right. Don't on that. Don't that. Anything is up from here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what card is coming up for us today. Okay, hold on, let me give it one more shuffle. All right, I just saw the Wheel of Fortune and the King of Cups, which is Cancer Energy. I don't know why, but I do feel like, you know, people, I don't know, something going on with, with water energy. Mm. Queen of Cups, and something going on with water energy. And okay. this card, it's so beat up, I'm like almost embarrassed to show it because <laughs> look at it. My dog has chewed it up, obviously. Um, I need yes, to do yes, one of these decks. Exactly. <laughs> Queen, of, Queen of Cups energy is really about tapping into your emotions and, again, sort of thinking about where you pr prioritize your cup, right? And your cup can be anything. Your cup is your heart. It's your love. But it's also your time and your attention and your energy, okay? And I did see the, the King of Cups right before I pulled this card, Queen of Cups. So, again, that sort of union or soulmate energy that um we've been picking up on or that i was just talking about picking up on oh my gosh look at this because it's literally at the bottom there's a pair here a true pair oh so wow. again could be but see what's interesting is like they're actually not facing each other maybe right. it could go like this right but mm -hmm. it's almost like there is there does seem to be like a distraction okay in terms of if this is romantic partnership coming together or again sort of coming into alignment, further alignment with ourselves, like our 3D self and our higher self, or some sort of business partnership or collaboration, there does seem to be like, there's like kinks to be worked out. Now, granted, that could just be the collective energy that we're in right now, right? Maybe people who are in union are physically apart right now. That might be that kind of thing. Or to your point, Terry, you know, things that you wanted to initiate or put into action from a business perspective, needing to sort of slow down or readjust right now as we're going through all those things. Not necessarily bad. It's probably actually likely they're slowing you down for a reason yeah. because there is some sort of kink or some sort of blockage that needs to be 
worked out. So I think if we have time, I'm gonna get one more card from a different deck. Um, this is called the Kipper deck. Okay, it's not actually something I've used. Um, I think I've done like um, holes for the signs from it, but and I've only used it in, like a handful of client readings. So I'm still kind of learning this deck. I just mm -hmm. wanna see what energies we're getting off of it. So I'll give it a few more shuffles. Okay, and I just saw main female, okay? That's not the card that I saw, which would be akin to like a queen of cups kind of energy. Now remember mm -hmm. that we both, we all have rather masculine and feminine energies. But what is the feminine energy about? It's about nurturing, right? And really nurturing the self, okay? And nurturing others, nurturing our relationships, nurturing our passions and our projects and our children or, you know, whatever the case is, nurturing the earth, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of that energy is coming up. And then we have mature woman. So there's really this, um, I, I feel like a, you know, one, I do feel like large swaths of people, and I think I've said this before, are going through literal spiritual awakenings and ascensions right now. It just is one of those things that tends to happen when you have a major global event, specifically right. one that's traumatic, right? Um, so I really feel like there's this, I'm feeling like a, a, like the card says, mature woman, like a maturing or a growth in terms of the feminine collective energy, which again, both men and women have and it's really interesting because it's kind of tied into our topic last week along toxic masculinity right, right. it's almost to me it's like i'm seeing the feminine energy is helping to shed right it's helping to sort of like melt away purge away that toxic masculine energy which is a lower vibrational energy right and instead it's being replaced with this more um mature feminine nurturing receiving kind of energy and i feel like this is happening on a collective level, obviously with everything that's going on, but also playing out for individuals in their day-to-day -day lives as well. So just to recap, we have the Queen of Cups from the Morgan Greer Tarot. I know I have, sorry, a little like a, let me see if I can adjust the light there. Oh, still not good. Okay, that's better. Um, and then Mature Woman here from the Kipper deck, okay? I do also feel like for some people, could very well be, you know, um, literally sort of an older female figure, okay, or someone who just sort of presents with more feminine energy that may be coming in in terms of like a more, a sort of, I'm feeling like a maternal or like a mentor sort of role or capacity, okay, um, for some people. So mm. that's the reading for today. Okay. I like that. <laughs> All right. I can't wait for summer. Oh, okay. <laughs> she Some, is. Summer. Yeah. Summer, summer, whatever, summer. <laughs> whatever that's going to be. Like nothing is going to be the same. Right. Mm -hmm. But in a good way. Right. In a good way. In a good way. Like, you know, the realizations. We're, we're, we're living life on a different perspective and breaking norms right. and patterns and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. so summer. To close it out. Close. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know, I got my quote ready <laughs> this time because last week. <laughs> All right. So the quote that I have for this week is. Ooh, this one is I, I, I knew what it was already, but now it's jumping out at me. Um, is gratitude is knowing that both wins and losses are rich with blessings. Yes. I love that. I Your love quotes that. are always so on point. Oh, thank you. 
No, I really, really, really love this because, you know, I have taken losses very personally and just be like, damn, you know, whether it's wasting time or even just to be even completely transparent, like, you know, ending my eight year relationship at a certain point, I kind of looked at it, looked at it as well. This was a loss because, you know, it ended prematurely, so to speak. And I had to come to the realization that a relationship lasting a month or two months or to 10 years or 60 years is all valuable, depending on how you look at it and what you get out of it. And so as long as there's lessons, it's always a win. It's always a win. Perspective. It goes Mm -hmm. right back to perspective. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you can go after that doctor. You said, well, oh, yep, going for the doctor. Okay, neurosurgeon, if you're out there. More specific. <laughs> specific. Very specific. Board certified <laughs> neurosurgeon, chiropractic <laughs> doctor. Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. This was a great episode. Thank you so much for coming by to the Kickback, Kyle. You know, you're Thank always you. more than welcome. Yes. Always more than welcome, and we will see y'all at the next kickback. Peace. Bye. Bye.